this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizdira, Kit, and Bria. <laughs> Last week, the party received some information from Chuckles and the mysterious They. Though they aren't willing to shelter the kobolds, they offered the suggestion that perhaps the mysterious blip... The mysterious breastplate, <laughs> the party blessed plate. I don't know what it's it a, is. It's blessed. It's, it is it so blessed. It is a blessed. Can't blessed. Wear it. The, 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 the suggestion that perhaps the mysterious hashtag blessed plate that the party has <laughs> might be useful in getting the orcs to parlay. While our adventurers were discussing what to do next, Dranks arrived to inform them that the orcs had found the main entrance to the tunnels and were attempting to breach the kobold's defenses. Uh, unfortunately, this week, uh, the real-life flick, our friend Alex, got some bad news and had to fly home to be with his family, so he won't be recording with us today. So, while the three Azimars are off dealing with the orcs at the gates, Flick is going to go with Hawks and do some planning for how to proper, properly... Par- I can't talk this week. For how to <laughs> properly parlay with the orc leaders. In the poppies. So, in the what? In the poppies. The properly the parlay. Poppies. What will the ladies do about the orcs who are trying to breach the tunnels? Will they be able to at least hold them off for long enough for Flick to prepare for a parlay? Hell yeah! How many times in the next couple of episodes am I going to say the word parlay? Let's find out. A lot. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. Nope, no hey back. Oh, hey, hi, hi. Hey, it's okay. No, it's fine. No, I see how this is. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, yeah. Right. Well, anyway, hi. so. Hi, hi, hi. Flick hi, hi. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, we're still hi. We're still hi. Hello. 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 How's it going? Hello. What's going on? Hello to all of you out there listening. Okay. Hello. Right. Yeah, sorry. Um, hyper. Hi. Hi. This, this episode is going to be 50 minutes of us saying hello. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. So Flick and Hawks go off to uh, to do a bit of, of cramming. Flick's going to try and learn a couple of words in Orcish and just like gather some information, figure out how best to deal with whoever is leading this orc army and see if maybe the parlay will be productive. So many P's. Productive too. parlay in the poppies. Productive parlay. No, if he falls asleep in the poppies, does Stop he... Stop it. <laughs> so now you'll Wait. never know. Now you'll never what's, know what I was going to ask. What's our count for parlay at this point? I think we're uh, I think four? four or five. I mean, four, like, naturally, and then we've jokingly said it a few times. And does it count when we say it, or is it just when he says it? No, I think it's just when I say it. Okay. I think so. Like, so. Five or so, I think. Okay. okay. So five parlays. Okay. Great. Great. Okay, but seriously, when he Somebody falls tweet asleep us and tell in us what the, the parlay poppies, uh-huh. <laughs> does he still get all of his hit points and his spells back? Or is it magical sleep so he doesn't? I mean, if you let him sleep for eight hours in the poppies... We're not with him, so it's not us. Oh, that's true. I guess we'll just have to find out next week. <laughs> On the last refuge. What are you all doing? <laughs> what are you all doing? So so they leave, the two of them leave, and uh, Dranks sort of just explains to you uh, more specifically what the situation is, which is that before you all arrived, after the tribe found out that the orcs were coming, as you know, they evacuated sort of the front half of the tunnels and just pushed everybody towards the back half and did what they could to secure the front half. One of those things was to sort of collapse the little main entrance. Oh, you're going to laugh because I'm going to use this word and I don't know what other word to use. Collapse the main entrance shaft. Uh-huh. And <laughs> there it is. Flick would have loved that. 
dirty, dirty. And that's sort of that's sort of the extent of the security there in in the front. I mean, there are some of the tunnels have been rigged to collapse on command, but that's sort of a very last resort thing that the the kobolds would rather avoid if at all possible. But the problem, Drank says, is that the collapsed shaft is really not going <laughs> to hold off. That I can't. The, what other word do I use? <laughs> Tunnel, maybe? I don't but, it, but it's a vertical tunnel. A vertical tunnel. That's what it is. <laughs> the collapsed vertical tunnel is really only going to delay the orcs for like maybe an hour. If they, like if there's a team of them like really digging. Because the problem is they found that stump that you had to like open. Yeah. And so they've realized that this is some sort of an entrance. So they're beginning to dig. And it's probably only going to hold them off for about an hour if left to their own devices. So can we like kill them one by one and like have their bodies create a whole like <laughs> obstacle course to I mean that is an idea you'd have to come up from behind them though because you obviously couldn't kill them from I mean unless you wanted to wait until they completely breached I mean it's a if they if they get to that point it's a thought sure how sure. many are sure, there sure. When Dranks got the report that they had found it, the scout said that they saw two of them, but they were calling to other orcs to, like, tell them what they'd found. But the scout felt it was important to inform Dranks that the, the entrance had been found and not sort of stick around to get numbers of how many ended up coming. And I don't speak gotcha. orcish. Cool. Um because I was going to say we could do the disguise thing and be like, hey, let's go this direction if I'm disguised as an orc, but I don't speak their language, so that would make very much sense. So right. let's just kill them then. Right? Yay! I mean, we can try to uh, barricade and like um, reinforce the, the entrance, but also if they get through, then we need to just start killing them one by one. And I'm thinking kill from behind and send some kobolds to reinforce. Now, I know... We talk about this a lot, but... Fire? Fire. Really, though? Fire, fire up the whole vertical tunnel. See? I think, is that this week's title? The Vertical Tunnel? <laughs> the Vertical Tunnel. Sure. Yes. You're turning into me um, trying to figure out the title. I know. Well, it just comes to me. All right. So anyway. Oh, okay, that's, that's not, it. So, so tell me more, Kit. Well, I... Hmm. The shaft I mean, just comes I, to me. I am so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, I don't necessarily think we want to set it on fire if they haven't dug their way through, but it feels like sure. setting up a fire in case they do get through to block off the entrance might be a good sure. idea. Yeah, um, can, but can Varn like set like a trap like that? That's like something triggers it to fire? Well, remember, Varn is out scouting right now, so you can go check and see if he's back, but he went out, I, if you remember, oh, I think it was actually maybe two or three weeks ago now, the episode two or three weeks ago, um, he volunteered to go set up, send, uh, or head up the scouting team that was going to sort of try and get proper numbers on exactly how big this army was and how they were composed and things like that. Right. Who's his apprentice? Really like us right now. Well, I mean, he and Arix work pretty closely together, you know, sort of their skills complementing each other. Uh, Varn probably had a, some kobolds who, like, were the sous chefs to his trapsmithing that might be around. In terms of the council, the people who are still around down here and not otherwise engaged are Dranks, Arix, and I think that's it, actually. Both of Dranks's lady friends are out scouting. Meepo is, uh, or one of them is missing with Meepo, and one of them went out scouting. And Varn is out scouting, and Hawks is busy with Flick. So in terms of the council, it's just the two of them right now. So as much as I would love to go out and, and get them from behind, um, mm -hmm. without knowing a number of how many there are, 
Like, mm-hmm. I, can, I don't feel like we can really take drinks because I think drinks needs to be down there to guide the kobolds to do different jobs. Um, so I think we can set There's up a fire. There's none of Dranks' girls that could do that? Well, they're both out. Yeah. Okay. We don't have any of Dranks' girls. So we don't really mm-hmm. have much of an army. Like, we have numbers, but we don't really have fighters. Right. Well, yeah, and in terms of, like, leaders. Right. Because there are definitely some trained kobolds also in the tunnels, but in terms of leaders... Like, I'd, I'd rather leave Dranks in charge of getting everybody in a position that... Because he knows better than us what skills mm-hmm. the other kobolds have. Sure. So... I mean, we could go out and try to get an idea of how many are trying to break in and go from there. Like, uh, Bria, if you want to do that since you're sneaky, you could do that and get a number and then we can figure out from there if it's worth it for us to go out and put ourselves out in the open or just kind of sit and wait for them to possibly break in, set a fire, and then kill anybody that comes in. Sure. That's fine with me as long as you guys are close by. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah, Dranks is still in here. Oryx is elsewhere in his in his lab or whatever. But Dranks is still here, and he, you know, is sort of listening while you guys talk about this. And he tells you that, well, after after we collapse the the main entrance tunnel, we realize that the back entrance was a bit far away from the direction that the army was coming in. And so, rather than come out the back and have to make a big old circle to come round and see what was going on in the front, we dug a couple of really small sort of scout tunnels and exits but they're very small very hidden you probably fit in it but it'll be a bit of a tight squeeze but it could certainly get you a better vantage point on the main entrance and the orcs that are there if you want to do that or you can go out the back and sort of circle around but it'll take a bit longer no i'll take the vantage point that's fine sounds good and smart okay very smart mm-hmm. he says well Varn and i didn't see eye to eye on many things but he knew how to plan i have to admit he has good points <laughs> Even if he hates us right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, Bria, you're going to go around there. So, Dranks will take you that way. Uh, Flick and, sorry, Kit, oh, Kit mm-hmm. and Bazir, what are you guys doing while Bria goes up to check on things? Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're. Okay, so are... just setting something up to be ignited below? Yeah. Are they okay. close Describe enough it to, to me hear a bit. if I call them? No, if they're going to be right underneath the main entrance, not really. But well, how do we use just like a random cobalt as like a messenger? That's fine. Okay. That's, sure. That's so his Dranks only will, job. Yeah. Yeah. So Dranks will get well on the way with you, Bria, to the to this one of the scout entrances. He'll grab another cobalt to sort of play runner for you guys. What's his name? Then- <sighs> you are the worst. His name is because I am a mediocre plus DM who doesn't really know what his name is, but can tell you fairly quickly. Is <laughs> stalling. Oh, he's stalling. <laughs> Shut up. Stalled in the shaft. I'm stalling. Oh my gosh. The shaft. <laughs> <laughs> You're never gonna get his name at this rate. His name is Garu. Garu, new best friend. Till okay. I don't trust Team him anymore. Garu. Ti- Team Garu. Team Garu. <laughs> okay, sir. What describe to me a little bit what you're using to and how you're setting up this future fire, Bizdira and Kit. Magic, duh. We don't need. Yeah, because you you know how. Yeah, because you know how much Kit loves to cast magic. Yes, I Um, do have a really badass fire spell, though. Right, but it's still the full moon, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, and I wouldn't want to cast it until they like actually came in, because it's a flaming ball of fire that I would want to like throw at them. (laughs) Oh, is that flaming sphere? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I forgot you had that. So then, so we need something else for now. I think we'd ask um, another random lingering kobold mm-hmm. about 
flammable materials, wood, fabric, whatever we can get yeah, our they hands can, on. They can totally get you some wood. Uh, yeah, yeah. St- I mean, they you know they use it to cook and heat and whatever down mm-hmm. here in the tunnel. So they can totally they have they have wood. Yeah, no they have wood and for it- the shaft. <sighs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a way that I can put like explicit marking but like next level (laughs) (laughs) just say bria explicit and they'll understand (laughs) right right they'll understand okay so they're gonna go gather that now you guys want to be close to the entrance so that the runner can find you right or are you gonna go help them gather the wood um i think we'd want to be close and we also want to keep an eye on if they happen to burst through okay yeah cool so uh (laughs) great so uh dranks sort of sends another cobalt off to to start collecting that stuff. Uh, and, and we're just bring it standing there. <laughs> Everyone well, else is doing our bidding. Presumably head, yeah. No, <laughs> presumably you're headed toward the entrance. I think I'm going to start like kind of, even if I'm with my hands or like anything I have in my pack, just start like kind of digging a trench so that the fire mm-hmm. can't spread to us. Oh, okay. Like a, like a fire pit. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'll help. All right, cool. So let's pop over to Bria then. Uh, Drank sort of leads you to what is obviously a freshly and fairly crudely dug vertical tunnel. Pretty small. So it's uncomfortable and definitely requires some some real sort of shimmying and squeezing on your part. But you do manage to to get up there and climb up and make it out into the open. And I guess, let me have a, you, you know the direction that the main entrance is in, but the, the trees and the forest and everything is a little too dense between you and there for you to be able to really get a good sense of orc numbers from where you are right now. So what am I rolling? Well, tell me what you're doing, and then I'll tell you what you're rolling. Well, it sounds like I need to look first before I do anything, right? Sure. So perception. So I'll take a perception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what to roll for things. Uh... <laughs> 14. So you can definitely hear for sure more than two orcs in the direction of the entrance. It sounds like a a good number of them. And you kind of hear some crashing through the trees sort of on the far side of them, like more are coming. But you can't, like I said, you can't see much from where you are. Um, all right. So then I will... Uh, start very slowly sneaking towards them, I guess. All right, let me have a stealth roll. Okay, here we go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. 15. Okay, all right. So the plus six? So you start heading... Oh, plus six? No, that's with the plus six. Oh, that's with the plus (laughs) six. I was like, yeah, 21 is fine. Okay, uh, hang on a second. Okay, so you start heading the direction and sort of, you know, zipping from tree to tree and cover to cover. And you do a, a fairly decent job of staying quiet. This is, you know, you've been around this area for a while, so you sort of know where good cover spots are and things like that. And you're able to get close enough that you get a pretty good view of the force of orcs. And you see they've sort of set up, like, not quite an assembly line, because only one or two of them really fit sort of digging out the entrance right now. What they've done is they've just, they've managed to pry up that stump that was the sort of cover for the entrance. They've pried it up and gotten rid of that. And one or two orcs are sort of standing there digging up or digging down, I suppose, into where the stump used to be. And several others are sort of in line waiting for their turn. And they seem to switch out fairly regularly and fairly often so that no one, none of them get too particularly tired and they can really do the digging fairly quickly. There are about, from what you can see and what you can count, there are about 15 orcs outside there right now, Jesus. and it looks like more, a few more are still making their way over. Okay. Um, 
I think I can take him. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, waiting for that. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Okay. I am going to use my Radiant Soul. Oh, wow. Hey, first time, right? No. Mm-hmm. Second time. Second time. We've been afraid of wasting it, which, like, this is kind of wasting it because I'm not planning on dealing any damage, but I think that this is a good plan, so I'm going to go for it. Do it. Um, I applaud that. So I'm doing it just for the flying, and I'm still going to try to be as stealthy as possible and kind of fly tree to tree and hide behind the trees. Um, Okay. So my first goal is to get kind of behind them, and then I'm going to firebolt the tree, like maybe like a couple trees away at the base of the tree. I want to light the tree on fire. (laughs) Fire. Okay. So the goal essentially with everything is to light several trees behind them on fire and to kind of skip around so they they can't see me since I'm in the air, and then to go back down. So essentially, like as a distraction, so they think somebody's out there. Great, I love that. Um, so go ahead and make me another stealth check. But since you're going to be flying sort of above their eye line and where they would expect something to be, you can roll it with advantage. Great. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, great. So you're able to get sort of a little closer and and behind where most of them are facing. They're they're a little bit sort of in a sort of semicircle, but you're able to get behind where most of them are facing. And go ahead and make an attack roll, a spell attack roll for that first firebolt. Uh, 15. Okay. So no problem. You sort of send a firebolt off and catch. Like you find a tree that has a, a decent amount of sort of brush around the base that you know will catch as like kindling or whatever. And it begins to go up and it begins to burn. And several of the orcs sort of notice it and shout. And a contingent of about three of them uh, sort of are run off in that direction to investigate. And the other ones are sort of keeping an eye out over there. A few of them are looking around. None of them are really looking up, though, to where you are mm-hmm. uh, when they're as they're trying to look around and figure out what happened and where it came from. Okay. Um, I'm going to... How far is Mage Hand? 30 feet? I believe it is 30, yes. So that's probably not super helpful. I was going to say I, I want to, like, shake a bush or something somewhere else to, like, make noise somewhere. I mean, 30 feet is far-ish from you, but it certainly is less concealable than a 120-foot range firebolt. Yeah, so I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to do, like, maybe, depending on how distracted I get them, like, maybe two more firebolts, and maybe, like, they're further away, like, heading away from the entrance. So, like, somebody oh, okay. was close to them, and then somebody's, like, running away lighting fires. I like it. Okay. Make me make me another perception check first. 14 again. Okay. Cool. So, this second one, you sort of, you are keeping an eye on them, and you make sure that you wait long enough that, like, none of them are looking towards you, so they won't see where the firebolt comes from before you send it, since they're all sort of looking around all over the place anyway. And so you're able to send another one out. Go ahead and make it one more spell attack roll. Uh, 18. Okay, so no problem. Another tree a little bit further out is a light. The three orcs that are over at the first fire uh, sort of get startled. One of them runs over there, and about three uh, three more orcs from the entrance area run over to check out that fire. And you want to do one more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this time make another stealth roll with advantage, please. Uh, 19 again. Okay, great. And a spell attack roll. 
I crit. Hey, all right. So let's say right now there are one, two, three, four, five, six. So there are six orcs investigating the first two fires. So we'll say another four go to investigate this third fire. So that leaves really only about a couple of orcs have now joined the original party of 15. So that leaves only about seven orcs in the area in the center here and 10 out spaced at these various fires. Let's uh, hold that for just a minute and pop back down into the tunnels. Okay. And Bizdira and Kit, who have just been uh, delivered a bundle or several bundles of wood that they can use as the fuel for this potential fire Fun. should the orcs break through. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you all sort of set that up. You've managed to dig a, a reasonable fire pit down right underneath sort of the bottom or right near the bottom of the shaft, mm-hmm. right? Ah, a vertical tunnel. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Do we have any and, gasoline? Go ahead. Uh, no. Lighter fluid? Uh, but, Pitch? well, no, but you could probably run down to the gas station to the to the <sighs> 7-Eleven down the street. I'm sorry. They have Perfect. to have some type have of flammable some sort of liquid. Do they? Yes. I mean, they probably, Art yeah, should. just have like, or in any you case, they have Arx oil if probably. You could something. Well, oil, they, oil you could probably get, you. yes. I want some oil, because I want to. Um, and if you, wanted, if you wanted something fancier, you could ask Arx if he has anything on hand in his workshop, but. Is he around oh. us? No, but you could go to the, I mean, the workshop's not far off, or you could send one of these poor kobolds that has been uh, assigned to do, do your, your bidding for the yeah. time being. No, I'll send one. I tell minions. him that we need. We need. <laughs> I was um, trying to avoid saying it. I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to sell him the fine arcs because we want to try to get some sort of like basically a wick or um, yeah, something that'll oh, a f- like a fuse. fuse. Yeah. Yes, a fuse. Mm-hmm. There we go. Be- okay, cool. Like cool, cool, if cool. we can, like if we see them coming, if we can run back, light the fire, and a havoc just go, whoosh, you know, that right. would be great. I mean, I think what this calls for is some rope dipped in oil. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Getting in all of the tropes this episode. I was just going to say, this episode is everything you all have been waiting for. It's everything we've been dreaming of. Fire, rope, fire, rope, holes, shafts. That's the title. All of those things. Everything we've been dreaming of. Fire, rope, holes, and shafts. Our titles are so long. Well... We should stop being so clever then. (laughs) (laughs) Or we should just be pithier. Don't use that word. I love that word. (laughs) Thank you, Bizdira. It's a fantastic word. Go to the pithier poppy field of, fuck, what's the other word? Parlay. Parlay, (laughs) you fail. My brain doesn't work. (laughs) I, I... (laughs) <laughs> so his mouth uh, doesn't right, work. So, so eloquent, so pithy, <laughs> so pithy. <laughs> That's me. We're all really, we're really on the ball with the words. Today. Uh, okay, so you send off one of your not minion kobolds to uh, to grab Arix and and bring him back to see if he can provide you all with anything. And he comes back a couple of minutes later, and you sort of explain oil, something, some sort of fire accelerant that you can dip a rope in at, <laughs> to sort of use it as a, as a long-distance fuse. And he sort of uh, looks around, he goes, he sort of looks at your setup and sort of examines the, the tunnels that surround where this vertical tunnel would come out in. And he thinks for a minute, and he says, um, yes, yes, definitely we can make a fuse, but I have another idea too. Oh, I love that. Oh, look. I love that. I want to know. You're yes. so um, trying to get people back on Team RX. You're trying so hard. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I well, I'm not going to say what team I am because I feel like that would influence people. But uh, to to not vote for that person. But 
Um, he says, what, it seems to me that, that though a fire might be a bit of a deterrent, it's also fairly easily dealt with. Once they realize that there's a fire there, a, a bit of dirt or water might be able to smother the fire and render this defense less than effective. Okay, we understand. You, know I mean. you hate our plan, Rx. What's your plan? <laughs> no, your plan is, is actually brilliant because I can use it and expand upon it. Oh, please do. Please do. Um, he says, so I've been working on a new formula that um, it would, would be helpful for us uh, to defend the tunnels both right now and, and sort of in general. Um, but the problem that I'm having right now is that I haven't been able to figure out a way to uh, get the concoction into the air. See, see what, I've, what I've figured out, what I've developed is a, it's a sort of, well, I take, and he starts going off on this sort of long winded explanation about all the different it's, plants it's, it's, and their it's, it's, properties it's, it's, of them that he's taken to put into this thing and yeah, what, uh, can i just yes, grab yeah, be like what? focus yeah focus oh, sorry <laughs> right anyway uh it's wildfire isn't it no <gasps> what the compound does he says is is that it it becomes it's a it's a very terrible sort of irritant for the eyes and the nose and the lungs and and if someone were to breathe it in, they would be blinded and, and they would have coughing fits and, and be rendered fairly useless. And, and also it's, it's, well, it's quite painful. Um, oh, good. But my problem has been that I haven't figured out a good way to get it into the air. And I think your fire might be just the thing. He says, if I can lace the wood that you've collected in the solid form of this substance, then when you light the fire, not only will we have a nice big blaze to deter the orcs, but also it will vaporize my compound, sending it into the air and hopefully disabling any orcs that do manage to get past the fire. I like this. We're doing it. However, Mm -hmm. I have one little problem with this whole thing. He says, oh, that's good, because so do I. Okay, great. (laughs) Where we have a aerosol agent basically we have a says, this... i don't know what that word means but sure okay but we have an airborne thing <laughs> yes we have go. a fire we're in an enclosed space yeah we yes, need it to that not was one of my two problems yeah we need it to only go up and not come out to us mm-hmm. how do he, we he nods that? and he's like yes yes exactly goodness miss dear you've become so much more of a thinker since we met thanks <laughs> Arx is being saucy today. He is. Yes, he he's is. in a mood. I don't really know what's up with him. It's a lot of sass. Uh, but he is just, he's, yeah. Just so you know, she and does kind of glare at him from behind her mask. She's just like, this little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't meet him right now. He'd he be is getting feeling sassy today, though. Also, like, that was a weird thing to say. Like, he is, I don't know what's wrong with him, because I, I am him, he is me. But, like, I don't know, man. Some of these NPCs just like whatever I whatever they say it just comes out of my mouth and I don't often plan it anymore. <laughs> they have little lives of their own. Anyway, he says yes. Uh, so that is uh, was one of the problems that I was going to point out. The other is that I don't have very much of the substance currently, so I will need some time to prepare more of it. It, it won't take long, but it will probably. And he sort of looks ominously towards uh, the vertical shaft and says, um, "Probably longer than." we have if they continue digging at the pace it sounds like they're digging he says so here's what i recommend uh brainstorm and i will too about ways to deal with the spread of this substance i will go and make more of it and you all do whatever you can to slow them down great um do we have gas masks or 
fans. What I didn't realize was that I apparently, Bizdira just really wants this to be set in like a dystopian future post-apocalyptic yes. yeah. setting yes. where all of human technology like. still exists <laughs> as relics. Either that or we need a gaggle of minions to like fan by hand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was thinking. I I love that idea just because it's it's amazing optics. Can that be the title? Gaggle of minions. <laughs> Gaggle of minions. I refuse to support your minion usage. Um, I was thinking we probably. I mean, it would be ideal if we had glass or something, but it, we just need to close off the rest of the tunnels. Like once we have the fire going, we have to like you know either we take a bunch of doors down and we just close off everything else. Yeah. So it just everything goes up and we don't have to worry about it. Right. The only problem is if the doors catch on fire, which is why you know something other than wood would be great. Well, <laughs> so here's here's a thought. So what we could do is dig another smaller trench coming down whatever tunnel we are in right close off whatever tunnels we can except for ours and then have the the rope and the accelerant in like our little ditch so that when we light it we can close the door we light that it goes under or maybe it stops like right before the door so that we know when they're coming in right and then we light Mm. it close the door and put like more dirt against Mm -hmm. the seams and so that way it's more condensed into just that area. Both of you real quick make uh, investigation checks, please. Oh, dear. Oh, oh good. Bizdira? 16. Okay. Uh, Kit? 9. All right. So, Bizdira, you, unfortunately, part of the problem about the collapsing of the tunnels thing, mm-hmm. uh, which was sort of the last resort, was also that Varn was the one who decide, uh, who designed most of, the, most of the rock falls, and no one who was left in the tunnels was totally sure exactly where they were all placed or how to isolate which ones they wanted to activate. There's like a... a final like a final what what am i what am i uh last ditch effort like fail safe that mm-hmm. just collapses them all mm-hmm. but no one really knew how to isolate them you can sort of you sort of find where several of them are bizdira and you have an idea that like you could probably isolate some of them to be able to collapse some of these tunnels it may have not be exactly how varn designed it but you could probably do it without setting off the whole thing okay. so that would solve some of the tunnel problems at least like it right. would certainly reduce the number of exits from the vertical tunnel if you guys were able to do that but there would still be a few that you'd have yeah. to deal with but i mean it would Kit's also be or... beneficial to do that just in case they do get through they do get past and you know that way it corners them to only be able to go through a couple spaces so we can kind of know at least where they're gonna go sure okay so right now you guys have several things on your to-do list that you need to prioritize so Mm -hmm. as far as i can tell here are the things that are on your list number one is to collapse as many of the exits from the vertical tunnel as possible number two would be to figure out how to secure the remaining tunnels and then do that Mm -hmm. number three is to do what you can to slow down the orcs from digging down into the vertical tunnel, into the entrance. And number four would be to, once uh, you're able to get the oil-doused rope, to properly set the the wick, uh, or the fuse, rather, and uh, get that ready. So just tell me sort of what your priority order is and and what you're dealing with first. Well, I have a question real fast. Sure. Uh, How... Uh, what do we think the timeline is on us finding out what Bree is up to? Because <laughs> that might change how we handle things. That's a good question. So uh, we'll do two things to figure that out. The first is that I don't know if you guys like you sent Bree. Bria went out to to do what? What was your express mission here, Bria? To count the cobalt or the um, <laughs> okay 
works. So odds are good that if that is indeed, I mean, unless she's gotten into some trouble, it she, I mean, you should be getting, either she'll be returning or you should get a report from the runner Cobalt fairly soon. Okay, great. Unless okay? I want to mm-hmm. get into mischief. Well, so just tell me, Bizdira and Kit, what you want to start with, and then we're going to hop back to Bria and we'll see indeed how quickly you do get a report. Um... I'm nervous about collapsing tunnels, but yeah, I like I kind of want to wait until Arcs gets back before we collapse tunnels. He's, I mean, he's gonna go and work on creating that More concoction, mm-hmm. but it'll probably be the last. Like by the time he gets it all synthesized, it, that I mean, it, it'll it's gonna take a while. Like that, the last, very last thing that you hopefully will do before the Orcs breach is to coat that wood and then get out. Right. Okay. So maybe that, so that's gonna take some time. So maybe that should mm. be our first priority: is closing off all the tunnels except for the one we're in. Yeah. Okay. I guess the, so. Yeah. Collapsing first or closing uh, in, in with some other method? Let's do closing first. Okay. Because the collapsing mm-hmm. will be pretty simple. Okay. And so how are and how are you going to do that? What are you going to use? Start looking at my cobalt minions and say, "Hey, do you want to start pulling down some doors and um, finding any rocks or finding anything that we can close these tunnels up with?" Yeah. So the doors pretty much are all going to be. There aren't a ton of doors in the tunnels anyway. Some, a few rooms here and there mm-hmm. have doors, and like the old the old chieftains' chambers have those great big doors, mm-hmm. but those. They're I mean, not going anywhere. They're not going yeah. anywhere because they're great big and st- they're really heavy, right? Oh, they would be gosh. ideal, but they're not going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But you can probably find like some stones and things like that around the tunnels. And then you can always go, or they can always go, I guess, out the back entrance and try and collect stones from above, which right. of course will take more time and is kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. But if you need the rocks to cover these out, then that's, you know. So you can send them off to do that. Are you going to go with them? Or are you guys still going to hang out here? Or what, what are you two doing? <sighs> I think that because we have the most amount of firepower, we should stay and, like, okay. kind of control the situation from there. Okay. Kit, it may take a little longer if you guys are not there. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel I feel like I would be inclined to go with them, um, especially since okay. I can use Wild Shape and shift into something that has a little sure. more strength and can help okay. carry stuff. Um, I don't love the idea of not being there in case they do happen to break through, but I feel like if this is our plan, we have to work towards it. And it yeah. sure. doesn't make sure. sense for both of us just to be hanging out. Okay. So, Kit, you want to go, Bizdir, you can stay there and you can keep a runner with you in case you need to send them to find right. Kit and Bria and let them know if something's happened. Right. So is that what we want to do then? So how about this? How about, well, you do that, I'll set off the collapsing of the other tunnels. Yeah, Great. I, I like that. it. I like that a lot. Good. Okay. So you all run and begin that process. Let's zip back upstairs to Miss Bria, who has successfully sort of pulled off about two-thirds of the orc force, a little bit less than two-thirds of the orc force, with various fires and sort of sent them into a bit of confusion. Uh, They've definitely reduced the number of orcs rotating in and out of the digging, so that slowed them down a little. So, Bria, what's next? Well, if you would let me use my sneak bonus with magic, then I would start hurting them but otherwise do we have to do this again yeah every time we do (laughs) cool i'm gonna slowly chip away you're not slowly chip away because it it pretty expressly says with a with a rain with a a ranged finesse or light whatever it but it's with a weapon every time you start talking about that i hear the charlie brown parent voice (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's how you got into that trouble in the first place (laughs) 
Because when you <laughs> hear about rules, you hear wah 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 He's wah, 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 wah. so mad right now. I'm not. It's. I mean, look. I didn't. You. I'm not. You have to. Anyway, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I do think I'm gonna head back down and report back. I was gonna do a little bit of magic missile stuff, but I feel like that's just gonna t- show them where I am, and I'd rather be safe than sorry. So I'm gonna head back down under. Okay. So go ahead and give me another uh, two sneak uh, stealth bonus. Actually, no. You're smarter than that. So just one stealth bonus with advantage because you're still flying. So this all happened pretty quickly, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, You sort of snuck out and then flew up, fired off three, because you only have a minute of flying. And then you're headed back now. So go ahead and give me that that stealth roll. Um, 25. Okay, great. Absolutely no problem. Uh, You managed to get back uh, once you get sort of far enough away from them that you feel comfortable coming down, your radiant soul ends, so you come down. But uh, you manage to make it back to the tunnel entrance with no problem. It's probably been 15 minutes or so that you've been out there altogether. And down you come. Okay. And you head back. And at this point, you see Bizdira, uh sort of looking around several of the tunnel entrances. Bizdira, go ahead and give me give me another investigation check with advantage. Let's see how quickly you're able to sort of set these off. God, it was with advantage because I have a negative one. <laughs> so that's a nine. Uh, okay, so you're in there and you see Bizdir is sort of fiddling with some things at, at, a, at a, one of the tunnel entrances. She hasn't managed to collapse any of the tunnels yet at this point. You are wise enough to know that you have to be really careful about this. And you found them because that was a, your first investigation was really good. But in the actual particulars of getting it to come down you're having a little more trouble now that you're actually having to put the plan in action. So it's just going slowly. Yeah. But you haven't like killed anybody or collapsed the entirety of the Shimmer Scale Tunnels yet. That's so. good. That's good. That's, that's a plus. So that's, that's where you find Bizdira, Bria. I will ask her what she's doing. Oh, you know stuff. Oh my God. What are you doing? <laughs> so I fill her in on our plan, Kit's whereabouts, Rx's nerve agent i don't know what you want to call it i mean chemical warfare spray (laughs) i'll tell her that i lit this stuff and i'll tell her how many orcs i saw do we not want to just bring this chemical agent up there that's what i was gonna say but i I couldn't say it because i was going to say (laughs) yeah i couldn't say it because i was up there and i wasn't hearing the conversation Um, but i'm glad now that you can say it (laughs) i've gone away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, do we not want to bring that up there? Well, we could, but then so the question becomes is it going to work as effectively because there's a lot more like open air. Like if you have them all in one place and you affect all of them, you know. Or right, but we can I think we can there. certainly get them to be all in like they're all in one place would be they're all trying to like I can kind of describe to her how they were digging and switching out and how close they are relatively uh-huh. to each other well what we could do and and i mean you just flew but if we want to give something to kit that she can fly up and right. light it on fire and just drop it on them that's what i'm thinking like a nuke that's what i'm thinking because <laughs> I mean, we or, don't have to collapse any tunnels right we don't have to like worry about hurting anybody or any of that stuff we can try that I would also, in general, like, I could potentially just run through them. If I dash and use a key point, would I be able to run in, drop it on fire, and run out? So what's your speed now? Is it 40 40. or 35? 
40. Yeah. So in a single turn, you could move dash as an action, disengage with a key point as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. So you can move up to 80, 80 feet in a round and not incur any attacks of opportunity. Right. It's not like you're going to be going so fast that you're like the Flash and invisible. Obviously not. Um, but you certainly could stay ahead of them, yes. Yeah. But also, um, like, we lose for, for a little while the element anyway. of surprise there and we risk something happening where you're suddenly affected by this. Rather than her, like, dropping it and then, like, lighting it on fire as she drops it or whatever. Well, let's find Kit and see if that she's okay with that. <laughs> so I'll go try to find Kit then if you want to stay here and yeah. um, in case they Keep get track. through. Yeah. Okay. Um, so me and Garu are going to head out to find Kit. You're bringing Garu with you. Okay. <laughs> so if he all can right. go back, so, if I need him to, all I'm right. going to hold his hand. So you all go out and you, and what? I'm going to hold his hand. He's uncomfortable and takes his hand back. <laughs> he takes his hand back? Yeah, he doesn't know you and doesn't really want to hold your hand. Uh, okay. First of all, I'm one of your leaders, and <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! What? Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> Steven, cut it out. <laughs> St- oh, Steven! I told you I was gonna make a Steven reference. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> Fine. Um, I will hold his hand. Okay. Cool. So you go and you find Kit. And Kit, you, so you sort of, they gather, they help gather the stones that they can that are in the tunnels. There just, there aren't a ton that are particularly big or useful. But there are a few stone doors that maybe if you shifted, you could sort of pull and pull down and, and take down. What form would you like to take to, to accomplish that? Ooh, what a lovely question. <laughs> well, it feels like if I'm going to carry it, I have to be something like a bear. So sure, let's sure. let's be a bear. All right. So uh, so Bria, you managed to find a, well, a bunch of kobolds working with a very large brown bear who is carrying in her sort of claws uh, a, a big old stone door. And hi! Hi! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the bear roars at you. Uh, but it's a sweet roar. But it's a sweet <laughs> And I can tell she's saying, Hi. What does that sound like, kid? <laughs> what does that sound like? Um, It sounds like... <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like... Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I run away. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, no, you know I was trying kid. to get the inflection right. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to give her like the full update on how many I see and what I did and uh, ask her if maybe we don't want to deal with stuff down here and we want to do stuff up there. Uh, I'll ask in questions that are like yes or no nods that she can give me. <laughs> okay. Right. My inclination is before I can answer these questions, I'm going to finish dealing with the stone door. Okay, great. Because we have to have a backup plan down here anyways, mm-hmm. but sure. I also like the plan of trying to deal with stuff up top as well. Sure. So sure. okay, so you you Bria and you'll help them presumably to bring some of the smaller things mm-hmm. and head back with the with the stones and the barricade type stuff. Yep. All right, great. So it takes you guys a little while. Uh, Kit stays in in bear form for a little while just to sort of grab as many of the things quickly as she can, uh, as many of like the doors and heavy things as as y'all can find. Uh, and you have a, a reasonably composed barricade for those couple of tunnels that. Bizdira wasn't going to be able to collapse at this point ready. So, Kit, if you're, you you feel like you're probably done with dragging stuff around if you want to shift back. Yeah, I guess so. It's the only way we can continue to plan, so. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Some- so, Kit shifts back, mm-hmm. and now you can have that proper conversation, whether you want to deal with stuff down here, up above, like they were maybe suggesting, or what you want to do. 
Great. I'm going to tell them I love the plan of dealing with stuff up top, but we also need to be prepared for the worst. And yeah. if if you guys want to if you guys want me to be the person who goes above and does stuff, I am happy to do it if that is what we think makes the most sense. I think all of us heading up and then you starting to fly, like all of us like going up there. So here's a thought, and I've been kind of holding off on using this just because I, it's going to be fun. But oh I have my radiant consumption. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So I can run in there and go fucking nuclear and start just causing radiant damage to them in general and be a distraction. But then you're going to get hit by our nuke. We give, You give me one round to distract. <laughs> there are in. 15 of them. So? So one round is you hitting maybe three of them. <laughs> and then I just To be fair, there are, only, there are only currently seven around there, Correct. although you don't know how many of them have come back at this point, but yeah. And then I disengage and I run back while Kick swoops in. And drops a nuke. I mean, I'll let you do it if you want to do it. I just don't want you to get hurt. I mean, you I mean, just want to kick some hate... ass. <laughs> you want to smash things with a hammer. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't hate the idea, too, of being like, you guys think that the cobalts can't defend themselves and that no one's strong in here, but like, you are fucking wrong and we are going to prove that you are incorrect and then we're going to poison y'all. Right. Wow, Kit. Kit's speech is the title Shit. of this episode. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Kit just got serious. Real serious. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. The more that we... Because orcs know war, like, war and intimidation. So, like, if we intimidate the crap out of them, they'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, Yeah. When I was and up there, any... was there a clear, like, leader or female, rather? There was a female who seemed to sort of be directing the digging orcs, but she didn't sort of strike you as like the leader of the army. Right, right. She was just sort of the leader of the the leader of these diggers. Yeah. Okay. So we just need to kill her, and then they'll all run far, far away. Well, all right. So it I sounds mean, like the deer is gonna. Well, attack. we can do that. We can like be sneaky, go on another side, and like cause them to kind of pay more attention to what's going on and not look out up into the sky so that kid can get in and out without any problems. Yeah, I mean, we can even like make noise or do whatever. I think that. I don't think that their instinct is going to be to look up unless she starts, like, making super loud noises. Um, but I'm fine with whatever. Okay, so here's what happens, uh, because I know you all, and we can talk about the minutiae of this plan for the next six episodes. Yeah. So you all come up with a plan that involves Kit flying and dropping some stuff and Bazeera doing whatever. Right. Oryx arrives and has the compound ready, and you all tell him this plan, and he defers to you all. He does say that Bazeera had a point, that the fact that it's out in the open is going to reduce the effectiveness of it, which is not to say that it won't work, but like basically you're really only like if you drop it right where the entrance to the tunnel is where they're where they're where they're drinking is what I was about to say. Where they're digging. <laughs> Jesus. Where they're digging uh, you can certainly, like, gas that area, right? And sort of keep them out of it for a while. But it's going to, A, disperse a lot faster. And, well, actually, that's there's really no B. Like, that's the important thing is that it's just not going to stick around so long because it will disperse in the open air faster. Which is fine. If you can run them off quickly enough, that's a totally fine option. And while they're running, we can try to kill them. Oh, I think all we have to kill is her. Yeah. But, like, kill them from distance. Like, I, I have... A thirty foot, what's it called? And weapon. so, what are you doing? What's the plan? What are you? What are you doing? Time is of the essence. They're shall almost we, all the way okay. down into the tunnels. So, shall we go ahead, have Kit throw that down, and then Bria, you and me, throw off some range stuff directly at her? 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So Wait, you all head up. Question first. Sorry. You the can. detail oriented no. question. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, Go ahead. Am I dropping it into an already set fire or am I dropping it and then am I setting a fire? Because I, I think can well, there's cast... no fire currently present. Yes. So someone's going to have to set a fire. fire it's just a matter of what I can the order. hit it with mm-hmm. fire. Okay. So she drops it and then you hit it with fire. Yeah. Okay. And Bazira okay. will hit cool the main so lady. That's fine. Um, I'm assuming then we will decide exactly where you would like me to drop it. So it's not like you're trying to light it on fire as it falls from the sky. Right. No, I'll do Great. it as soon as it hits the ground. Great. So you'll just do it next to her. Arix Arix recommends that you cool. drop it as close as much as possible in the hole that they've been digging. Oh, perfect. Which is now, you know, several feet deep because they're trying to get into the tunnels. So, Bria, you may need a bit of a like higher vantage point to be able to shoot down into the hole that they're digging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would it be worth it for Kit to light it on Great. fire before she drops it or does that put her she in would, danger? That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Arix is like it's pretty fast acting once it's lit. Yeah. It'll Ugh. it'll disperse pretty quickly. I so. really wish it wasn't the full moon because I really just want to use the fire <laughs> flaming spear and then continue to attack them all with fire. But what if I light up into a beacon and then they can all see me? <laughs> Correct. Well, you can decide in the moment if you're feeling brave. So out you all go. You shimmy through the little exit tunnel. Kit turns on her radiant soul and begins to fly. Kit, let me have stealth with advantage from you first. Okay. And Bria and Bizdira, I'm going to get stealth from you two as well as you get sort of close enough to begin firing on them. Not with advantage from the two of you. Yeah. All right. I rolled a 17. Okay, great. Bizdira and and Bria, what were your stealths? 11. 23. Okay, so Bria vanishes into the forest. Bizdira is having a little bit more trouble being uh, sneaky. Uh, and so you guys get into into range to be able to sort of attack who you very quickly identify as the, the female orc sort of leader of this contingent. So... Here's what happens. Let me have the three of you roll uh, dex- just straight up dexterity checks. I just want to get some order of events going here. So, uh, Bria, what'd you get? 18. Okay, Kit. Eight. And Bizdira. That's Ten. fine. Okay, cool. So, Bria, you get there. Uh, you are in position. You can see Kit and Bizdira because you know where you're looking for them. Everything is going fine. And then Bizdira steps on a twig that snaps. And a bunch of the orcs sort of turn looking right in her direction. Right when that happens, though, you begin climbing this tree. So make me an athletics check, Bria. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have an inspiration point. So I got a splinter and I screamed, apparently. Okay, so the orcs turn in your direction and the female orc points towards where you guys are. Though it doesn't look like she's seen exactly where you are, she sends off about four orcs in your direction. Kit, you you realize what has happened. You see, uh, you may not hear the two of them, but you see the orc lady sort of point in their direction and send some orcs that way. Really quickly, what do you do? do? Panic. (laughs) Um, Cool. Um, Fireball. Shit, shit, shit. Fireball. Uh, fireball. Fireball. Oh, my God. Not, first of all, it's not fireball. Let's not get excited. I mean... flaming fire. <laughs> Fuck. I don't... Shit. Sorry. Because um, I don't want to... I don't want to drop the <laughs> nerve gas while my friends are still there. Right. Also, Bria wouldn't be able to ignite it because she's yeah. not up in the tree at this point. I mean, she might be shortly, but right now she's not. Unless you use your flaming Unless sphere. Unless I use my flaming spear, but they're down That's... there. Uh, but how far? I mean, it we... would certainly be. It would certainly distract them and have them turn around. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Um. 
Yeah, I, okay, since they're, because they're all facing away from the hole now, I'm assuming? I mean, most most of them are, yeah. I mean, there's a couple that are still digging inside the hole, but they're not really paying attention to much of anything other than the digging right. that they're doing. fuck it. I think I panic and I freak out, and the only thing that comes to mind is I'm going to set the hole on fire with my flaming spear. <laughs> yes, okay. Are you dropping, are you dropping Aryx's agent first? No, I'm going to set the fire first, I think. You're going to set the I fire first. Because I can set the fire, and okay, then I can cool. add the nerve agent to it after words, right? I've just decided yeah. it's an oh, totally. agent. Totally, totally. <laughs> Great. Yes, I like that. I feel like the title of this episode should be The Ladies Play With Chemical Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dark. Okay, so you can, I mean, you can basically just set it to appear right in the hole, because it can be, it can appear anywhere within 60 feet of you. Yeah. Uh, so you can just have it sort of appear in that thing. Mm-hmm. So you cast that spell. It is a second level spell, so I'm gonna need you to roll percentile. Oh, 16. Watch, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna like fucking, I don't even know, turn into a sunball, like afflicted, and then everyone will see me, and it'll be great. I rolled a 40. I feel like we've been in a that general 40. vicinity before, and I don't remember what it is. Oh, I think maybe you have. You just feel yourself like slightly revitalized, and if you were, if you had been injured, you would have regained some hit points. But great. You're fine. Oof. Fantastic. Phew. See, it's not so bad. No, it's not so <laughs> bad. And a lot that worse. fire appears there, and the two orcs that are in that hole just start screaming. Yeah, they have to make uh, some. They both take some fire damage, which we'll worry about later, but they. Uh, the the you you see the female leader sort of turn around, and I think, yeah, she looks up and spots you, uh, but she hasn't seen Bria and Kit. Uh, sorry, Bria and Bizdira yet. So she calls back the four orcs that she sent towards them because she actually sees you as a threat, and they start running back and begin pulling bows out, and that oh, no, is the where we're going to leave it for this it. week. It's okay. Don't- it's Don't fine. worry, we'll start off right there next episode. <laughs> next time on The Last Refuge. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to Water listen next hangers. week to find out if Kit gets shot out of the sky like uh, a Wendy bird. Uh, if you oh the faces if you enjoyed your listening experience it would be fierce if you could leave us a review on itunes stitcher or wherever you download your podcast from the more five star ratings and reviews we get the better our placement on those sites the better our placement the more people we get to listen and as we approach our one year anniversary we want to get more people to listen so that we can expand our programming for all of you loyal fans and listeners Remember that you can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. You should follow us and chat with us on both of those platforms. Or, of course, you can always email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. As I mentioned, our one-year anniversary is coming up in, I believe, July? I think we started in July of last year. So before then, we are working to expand our listening ranks. So if each of you who is a loyal and regular listener can get one friend hooked on this podcast that'll be quickly begin to double our numbers and we would really appreciate it so spread the word find that friend that you think would enjoy us and tell them about the podcast we do have a website with character and player bios and other cool stuff including a calendar of when various members of the last refuge team are going to be at cons around the country the web address for all of that is www.dndlastrefuge.com as always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Ms. Dira, Kit, and Bria. 
Sky Happy gaming, sisters. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. If you enjoyed your listening experience, it, oh, I need a word. Uh, uh, <laughs> looking at inspiration. I, I was like, why? I know, me too. I'm like, it would be fierce. Fierce. We have not used, it would be fierce. Yep.